You're listening to The Marn Report. Hey, Fort Stewart, it's Kevin Larson with the Fort Stewart Public Affairs Office coming at you with this episode of The Marn Report, and I am joined by Mr. William Payne from our Directorate of Plans, Training, Mobilization, and Security to talk to us about OPSEC, Operational Security, one of the most important acronyms in the Army. Mr. Payne, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. OPSEC is so important to all of us. Uh, Operations Security, as we know, it, it, it's been out there for a while. It started during the Vietnam War, where we don't want people to get information in order to do us harm, that they could use, us, use it against us. So Operations Security, the month of January, we want to focus on all and everyone just focusing on making sure that uh, no details of our mission are given out, Nothing, uh, you know, even the spouse and families, they're so proud of their, uh, their loved ones, but let's not be uh, talking about their jobs specifically and, and where they work. Just, just you know, we're, we're proud of them. We love the American soldier. That's true, absolutely true. So to kind of little back it up a little bit and to, to kind of give a little bit of background to this, to this episode, Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in operational security? What is your connection to keeping our soldiers and family members safe and not sharing details with the enemy? Well, uh, Kevin, it started a long time ago because I, I am a retired soldier. So operation security becomes second nature. But in the job that I am now with OPSEC, it's the little things that, that uh, we can pick up or the enemy can pick up to make us vulnerable, so we don't want to, we don't want to give them anything that that will uh, lead to our soldiers being harmed or even causing uh, harm to ourselves. So, I I uh, started this a long time ago, as I said in in the military. But my job now is to get the word out to make sure that operations security is across the board. It becomes second nature. We don't know who we're talking to until. We find out later they use what we said against us. So what are some of the more common ways you see people violating OPSEC? What are some of the concerns that you have with uh, maybe social media is something that you're worried about? Kevin, that's a very good question. It often happens uh, concerning our soldiers' deployments. It's a stressful time. People don't want to see their loved ones leave, but then they give that, that information that, the, that our adversaries are looking for that helps them piece together information that does our soldiers harm or make it even tougher on our soldiers. So we don't want to do that. But I would say deployments. They talk about when they're leaving, how many people are leaving, the unit that's leaving. All of that is what our adversary is looking for. And that's all open source kind of things. Yes, sir. Little details getting strung together that form that bigger picture, right? Yes, sir. You are absolutely right, Kevin. And that's where we have to be cautious of what we say, who we say it to, and where we say it. Because you may not be speaking to someone directly, but someone is always listening to what we're saying, especially Americans. So what... What tips do you have? What What is an appropriate thing someone could post on their social media during this high-stress deployment times? What What is something that people can say that's appropriate and will protect our soldiers and families? It's okay to post that, you know, I love my dad, but don't say what unit your dad's attached to, and don't say that your dad's leaving and 
uh, X number of days, and my dad's assigned to so and so. So it's generalized, just general things that we should we should talk about, not specific things that what uh, someone can use against us, Kevin. So is is it just social media you're worried about, or like what about people out in public, like say at a coffee shop? You're just out sitting around with your friends having a cup of coffee talking about things is that possibly an area of concern too kevin you're on target that is so correct you could be out in the public area just having coffee and enjoying your day and then slip into a conversation about a deployment slip into a conversation about where your husband works and our our wife or husband and find out that you're now talking about what their job is and and that information is uh, easily, where you may think it's not important, it's so important and easily be used against our, our soldiers. So we don't want that to happen. What about, like, posting pictures of, of a loved one on social media or any, any public-facing venue? Uh, Kevin, you're great with the questions. Yes, posting uh, pictures of that's time-dated, posting pictures of locations, those are all examples of what we don't want to do. Uh, uh, and we get so involved in our feelings sometimes, as I say, especially if our loved one or our, our father or mother is deployed, we want, we want to see the pictures, but then we want to share the pictures. That sometimes is not always a good thing. Um, deployments aren't always fun, but we have to keep them very tight in what we say and and the information that we provide has to be very limited. All right. We'll pause here for a brief break, and we'll come back and touch on something about deployments that's very sensitive. But for now, we're going to take a brief break to listen to one of our excellent command messages that we put out here from the Public Affairs Office. The Army Maintenance app is a quick and easy way for soldiers, Army families, and DOD civilians to submit work orders in order to maintain their barracks, family housing areas, and workspaces. ARMA enhances the ability to securely submit and access up-to-date information about the status of work orders that have been submitted, as well as provide feedback once the work is accomplished. Users can access ARMA through the Digital Garrison app or by visiting armymaintenance.com. No issue is too large or too small for ARMA. Get connected directly to the service you need, no matter the time of day or night. Create your online profile today at armymaintenance.com. And we're back. I'm here with Mr. William Payne from our Director of Plans, Training, Mobilization, and Security, and we're talking about OPSEC awareness and the sensitive topic that I wanted to get into about deployments, kind of a two-fold kind of situation rumors and gossip and then the one that's really really sensitive casualty information what can you tell us about concerns with that when it's connected to OPSEC uh, yeah that's a topic that no one wants to discuss but when it's discussed we never want to you know tie in or feed into rumors because when you feed into rumors you know as you know Kevin that rumor that it just takes a little bit of truth to become a major lie so uh, we don't want that to happen. Then if there is something that happens to our soldiers or our family members or our loved ones, we don't want to put that information out. We want to make sure that we keep that close hold. We want, don't want the indiv individuals to think that something's happened where it could cause chaos and, 
it can cause you know a scare in, in our, on our hometown by just simply exaggerating the truth. So, and especially casually, uh, if something happens, uh, let that let that run this course. If we know the individual and know the families, send our condolences, but let's not publicize that. That's right. We have a process that we follow, yes, very, very meticulous process where there's casualty notification and all those things are handled to protect that information and to ultimately protect the family members that are touched by that yes, very tragic incident that that is the reality possibly of military service. To bring it back a little bit more to uh, public kind of facing OPSEC concerns, what what about cars? You often see on social media that sheriff's offices will post, you know, the back of a car and it has all the decals on it of my son does lacrosse and, and we are fans of the Tennessee Titans and, yes, you know, sir. things like that, things that give away your hobbies, your interests, your children's names. Are there any concerns OPSEC-wise from a military standpoint, standpoint, from an Army standpoint, about decal stickers on a car? Yes, sir, Kevin. Think about it. You're traveling behind a vehicle, and you see pictures of, a, of the, the, the spouse, uh, the, well, the husband, the wife, and three kids. Uh, then you see a soccer ball beside of it uh, with a sign that says, I love my soldier. Uh, my heart is with you while you're deployed. All those things are crucial information that you can, that, that the adversary will take, piece together. Now he knows that, you know, someone's deployed. Uh, the kids are playing soccer. They're living in the area. There's three kids and a, fa of a family of five. So all those things, decals and messages that we post on our cars become, can become, information that we should not be sharing. Now, from more of a soldier, Army civilian standpoint, what about like supply shortfalls or equipment concerns, anything like that? Is, you know, people sometimes stand around in the office and talk about, what was me if I only had this kind of stapler? Not that national security hinges on a stapler, but you never know. But seriously, I mean, is there any concerns about like Publicly talking yes, about sir. stuff like that. Yes, sir. Kevin, you're uh, once again you're you're following the OPSEC guidance because when we start talking about shortage of supplies, when we start talking about the oh we can't the uh, my husband said they wanted to do this during their uh, exercise but they don't have money to fund it or they they they're looking at different ways to do more with less. All of that information once again can be gathered and used by our adversary to do our soldiers and, and Americans harm. We don't want that to happen. Uh, if, if, you know, all it takes is a little bit of information uh, and it doesn't have to happen all at one time, but just piece together, then you, you've given out more information than, they, than you should. That's absolutely right. Tiny little nuggets of information yes, add yes, up sir. to a bigger mosaic. Yes, sir. So is there any resources available, any hotlines that people can call to get either OPSEC tips or OPSEC report OPSEC concerns? Yes, sir. As you, as um, some of them that are local and some of them are national, uh, I try not to put those out because I don't want people to get confused. But if you go on our website, you will see, and even on the uh, homepage, you'll see uh, OPSEC information and uh, 
both local and national. So we do want you to, to, to reach out if you think that someone is gathering more information than they should, let somebody know. And uh, that goes along with uh, see something, say something. Uh, but we want to make sure that all of the information that is uh, privileged to our installations, to our soldiers, to our, to our army is kept privileged and private. Absolutely, 100%. And for all of you listening, that website is home.army.mil slash Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Mr. Payne, is there anything else you'd like to add to close out this episode? The only thing I would say, Kevin, well, first of all, thank you for having us. Thank you for helping us uh, uh, make uh, January uh, OPSEC month. But most of all, I want everyone to know, do your part and help keeping the rock safe. Mr. Payne. Thank you for joining us. Again, Happy New Year to you, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners out happy there, New Year. out there in the Marnia, Rock of the Marn land, and on Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield. This is Kevin Larson signing off with this episode of the Marn Report. We'll see you on the flip side. Are you a civilian, spouse, or family member who is interested in working for the Army? Check out the Army Fellows Program. This two-year program allows you to experience the work environment of the Department of Defense while blending work assignments and developmental opportunities that will help you grow into an Army civilian professional with eligibility for permanent placement across the Army. For more information, visit portal.chra.army.mil.